to Season 3 of Histo Help, the podcast series with tips, tricks, and solutions to the common and not-so-common problems in the lab. In this season, we're going to expand on your tech knowledge, talk about a polar bear, and figure out some interesting training ideas for heart tissue. Thanks for listening, and enjoy! Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Histo Help. I am with Linda Culpepper, and Linda has been a regular presenter with NSH, and she's joining us for this Histo Help episode to share an interesting tip, which definitely piqued my interest when I saw it. So, Linda, welcome, and, and share a little bit about this, this carrot thing. Okay, well, I'll be glad to do that. I very much appreciate this opportunity. Just to tell you, I'm here in Wilmington, North Carolina at New Hanover Regional, which has just become Novant uh, New Hanover Regional. So we're, we're very proud to be here. We had a situation a few months ago where some of the histotechs, the, the night shift, the, they do most of the cutting, were telling me, you know, oh, gosh, you know, the bone blocks, are ju- they're just so bad, you know, they're just great wailing and gnashing of teeth. Everybody's sick and tired of it. And it's like, okay, okay, you know, they're so hard, we can't even bench, you know, decal and surface decal the bench. Okay, well, we're going to need to do some retesting. I'll get to it. And then the pathologist started complaining. Medical director called me and says, what are you going to do about this? All right. Well, we're going to do some process improvement. And let me me think about, you know, how we're going to do it. You know, you can talk about decalcification theory and practice until the cows come home. But unless people can really get their hands on, you know, tissue or something that's pretty close to bone, it's really hard to drive home those points. So I was kind of mulling it over one day, and my story, and it's true, is I was standing in my kitchen. I was eating hummus. I'm just crunching away on carrot chips. Now, those slices, they come, you can get them in any produce section, a nice, handy-dandy, resealable (laughs) bag. They're healthy, they're crunchy, all different textures. They scoop well, and so I'm just standing there crunching away and thinking about what can I find that would mimic bone at different stages of decalcification, and there they were right in my hands. So I dumped them out on a tray and started sorting through them. And I picked out some that were short and thick and hard, like a piece of rib, really dense, hard bone, or a slice of femoral head that had been cut too thick. And you know, when you look at that bone, that thing isn't going to decal. So I found some carrot chips that looked like that. Great. I found some that were of the proper thickness and they were bendable but they still had firm, hard areas in them. I'm like, yeah, I can make use of that. Some of them, it's like the Goldilocks tail, were just right. They were uniform thickness. They were nice and bendable. And I held them, you know, both hands between thumb and forefinger, applying gentle pressure. That's my technique. Perfect. I found some that had minor defects in them. You know, little hairline fractures, great they look like pathological fractures, you know, where a PA might submit that piece of femoral head that had a pathological fracture. Pathologist needs to see that. Great. Found some in the bag, of course, that were split. They were visibly damaged and it's like, aha, 
those look like they've been handled improperly. So for the project, I made up one of my infamous training checklists. <laughs> Any, anybody that ever, you know, attended or saw my webinar on Taming Medusa probably remembers my training checklist. I'm a big fan. And pimento so I made cheese. Up Say what now? Pimento and, cheese. And pimento right. cheese. <laughs> if you don't know that's what that right. joke is, for those of you listening, <laughs> if you don't understand it, then you need to check out Linda's Taming Medusa webinar. Pimento cheese does make <laughs> many appearances. So along with the checklist, you know, I, I kind of made up a little spiel. Okay, well, this is what I'm going to talk about, you know, uh, decal endpoint. How do you, you know, what's going on? Why is it so important? So I set up some meetings. I met one-on-one -on -one with some of our younger techs and some of our lab assistants and, and then some of the, you know, the senior techs have been around, you know, we, we just gathered off and on back in the processor room and, and, and went through the process. We discussed all kinds of things. And what I'd done is I laid out paper towels and I had labeled them, you know, not ready, almost ready, ready artifacts. Mm. And so I'd already sorted out carrots into each pile labeled as to what they were. And we started talking about things. We talked about artifacts and how to avoid creating them. Because to paraphrase our dear friend and mentor, Lamar Jones, when you add something to a specimen or a slide that wasn't already there, you have created an artifact. And today's artifacts become tomorrow's facts. So we don't want to damage our, quote, tissue or carrot chips. So after we'd gone through everything, I said, all right, now, now get your hands on them. Go ahead and, and pick up and, you know, and feel these different carrots. And, of course, it's not perfect. Not everybody's going, good Lord. But, no, you really can. If you, if you go through something like this, pick out similar textures. And, and anybody that is familiar with assessing decal knows, you know, there are very distinct phases. And so it, these carrot chips mimic them pretty well. But the really good thing was that our lab assistants, who, who were so frightened to do this, and I understand, and they, they were frightened that they would mess something up. I said, pick up those chips. You know, we're never going to bend and twist a bone specimen. But go on and bend them and twist them and see what the tolerances are in this carrot chip. Because once you kind of build that muscle memory, Practice holding them between thumb and, and forefinger, both hands, with that gentle bending action. And pretty soon people start, yeah, yeah, I see this. And then I said, now go ahead, you know, and, and be a little rough. Go ahead and see what happens if you bend too far. Or if you got your thumbs poked up and say that, that spongy area on that femoral head, that's just about ready. And let's pretend this, this one's ready. Want to poke your thumbs up in there and see what happens. Well, sure enough, the carrots would either crack or they split and the thumbs went through. And I'm like, bada boom, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, we, we actually had a lot of fun. You know, a lot of our specimens <laughs> bit the dust, but that was okay because people got a feel for what they're looking for. And we, we had a lot of good laughs. Some of the, the older techs, you know, we've all done it. We've all made that mistake. And so it was a good opportunity. People say, yeah, you know, I did this once upon a time and you don't want to do that. So in the end, you know, our, 
our young techs felt better. Our lab is today, you know, we're like three, three months in, I believe. Yeah, nobody has any fear of testing those decals. You know, we test them at three times a day. Mm-hmm. You know, they change the decal solution. You know, we're tracking all of this. The proof is in the pudding. There's been no complaints from the pathologist. No specimens have gone back for reprocessing. I think there's only been three or four blocks in three months that even required a little bit of surface decal on the bench. Uh, we revised our processing timetables and talked with pathologists. I said, hey, here it is. It's garbage in, garbage out. As long as you're pressing everybody to go as fast, as fast, as fast as they can go, you're going to get lousy results. You've got to be willing to wait. And they acknowledged that. That was a big victory for us. That decal takes time. And if you want good results, it's going to take as long as it takes. And so these were all the things that came out of it. We put it uh, defect tracking in place so everybody's got skin in the game pathologists do the pas do the hts the tas don't complain if you don't want to be part of the solution and we can train you to be part of the solution i'll bring another bag of carrot chips any day of the week you know and and we'll do this until the cows come home so you know it's a it's a a cheap and easy way uh it was very effective for us may not work everywhere but it was very effective for us and and we had a good time that's uh, that's the carrot chip uh, decal endpoint assessment tip that I have. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have a tip, trick, or piece of knowledge you'd like to share, let us know. We would love to feature you on a future episode of Histo Help. Have a great day.